Welcome to the Open University Open Politics podcast on Silvio Berlusconi and modern political leadership. I'm Jeff Andrews and I'm joined by Bill Emmett, a writer on international affairs, and Francesco Grillo, director of the Italian think tank Vision. Bill, Silvio Berlusconi has been described as a postmodern populist, that is, someone able to evoke the sentiments of ordinary people, appeal, if you like, to their gut instincts. But in a modern, global and virtual world, is that a fair description? I think it's a good description. I think that uh, you need to add a few things, such as his command of television, not just as a, as a performer on television, but as an owner of television, and his ability, therefore, to manage his image and his message in a way much more powerful than that of his opponents. Second, as a, a businessman who, therefore, has influence over other businesses because of his wealth and because of his control of advertising. So he's a postmodern populist, but with quite a few other advantages. Francesco, is Berlusconi a postmodern populist? Yeah, I think so. It depends on what uh, we mean by postmodern. But certainly he's uh, beyond the politically correctness and the mainstream politics that we have witnessed for uh, some years. Is the story of Silvio Berlusconi a peculiarly Italian phenomenon? Some people might compare him to you know, Sarah Palin in the US, Vladimir Putin, Jacob Zuma even in South Africa. What would you say to that? The whole package of Berlusconi is an Italian phenomenon. But elements of him respond to trends that are there worldwide, particularly information overload in um, a world of television and Internet. Second, I think, a certain disconnect of ordinary people from mainstream politicians, old ways of talking, old party structures, which no longer seem to have any validity for people. It's quite a different image when you think uh, in Britain, you see David Cameron and Clegg trying to present themselves as very serious statesman. Then you look at Berlusconi and he presents himself more as a salesman than a statesman. Is this a, a different kind of political leadership we're seeing that is, you know, going to threaten the old liberal democratic norms? I actually don't think it will. I think that this uh, anti-politics style that he tries to put on is not ultimately convincing in most uh, situations. I think that in Italy, because the opposition is so weak and because traditional politicians are held in such low esteem and because he's so successful with his coalition, he can get away with it. He's not even accountable to his own party membership because you know, Forza Italia is a very unusual political organisation. He doesn't seem to have an ideology. Uh, he doesn't seem to be uh, a typical Western politician. No, I think that... The good thing about Berlusconi, from a critic's point of view, is that he has no ideology. But that is also a mystery about him. What is it that rallies people around him? It's a basic approach. It's his money and his power. He is a success, and people rally to a success in order to use it for their own purposes. Uh, and that is the sort of movement that he has created. It's not really a political party. It's a, it's a personal movement. He often presents himself as a kind of victim, which is very strange when you think, you know, the amount of power he holds. Well, certainly he, uh, he plays with the sympathy of the Italians that are uh, not comfortable with the quantity of the regulation that we have. And therefore, they also believe that they are victims of uh, the system. The Italian institutional system very much needs a, a radical reform. And this applies also to uh, the way justice is uh, run. And uh, he plays on this sentiment, uh, which is rather widespread, and the incapability of the opposition 
to resent proposals that are serious and appealing. Why do you think the opposition in Italy has been so weak and timid? Is it because Berlusconi has presented them as the typical boring politicians? I think that the left in Italy is, uh, has been weak because all of its leaders, really, who are leaders in their uh, 60s and 70s, continue to operate in the way of Italian politics of the 1970s and 1980s of running personal power fiefs, channeling money to themselves and to their supporters without any real ideological or philosophical goal. They have failed to learn how politics has changed partly because they've got away with it. If I can elaborate on what uh, uh, Bill was just saying, the weakness of opposition mainly means uh, the weakness of their capability to read what Italian society, what society in general has become. They still act, they still talk like Italian society is in a society made of uh, people with uh, long-term employment contracts. Therefore, uh, they still uh, behave like Italian society has got a big, a highly inflexible labor market, which is not the case, because uh, 90% of the inflow in the labor market uh, is a true short-term contract, which means an elaboration of a completely different uh, intellectual and ideological platform. Should we be worried by the lack of accountability, the lack of transparency in the, the nature of political leadership that Berlusconi represents? Does his populism have some cost for democracy? I think this is uh, the real problem. The lack of accountability is, an, is not something that Berlusconi invented. Lack of accountability uh, is uh, almost uh, intrinsically part of uh, the democratic game nowadays, not only uh, in Italy, we have to sort of reinvent accountability in democracy. Do you think Silvio Berlusconi is a response to a wider crisis of democracy in Europe? Absolutely. It's a general crisis of uh, democracy. I would say a crisis of uh, the structure, of the mechanism of uh, mainly representative democracy, uh, which is uh, felt in uh, even here. So I'm talking about... Uh, crisis that is still not elaborated of uh, uh, things like having a general election every four years. In an information society, it does make sense to have a way to consult people every four years on uh, all the issues uh, in one shot. So what people talk about as a crisis of representation, the breakdown in the relationship between politicians and the electorate, this has led to many responses, and Berlusconi is one of these responses, trying to evoke you know, the people who've been betrayed by the system. Is that how you see it? It's an answer in the sense that uh, basically um, Berlusconi says, since democracy is not working, you uh, better relax, uh, stay on the couch, watch television while I am solving the problems on your behalf. It's uh, a, an answer which is the opposite of what I think Obama is uh, sort of saying. The main message of Obama is... Uh, we can change together. I think that the old uh, structure of democracy, political parties based on class and ideology, or in some cases religious affiliation, representation, which is essentially unresponsive to the people except through an election every four or five years, is now being challenged. Um, what's already happening in politics is that uh, 
the news cycle, a sense of, uh, of awareness of public opinion moves on a 24-hour basis for politicians. The, the desire to manage the news, to respond to opinion is there. Uh, and I think eventually the way we do politics, not just in news management terms, but in elections and in the formation of policy, will have to respond in some way. Elections once every four years, an all-or-nothing choice, probably is outdated. Bill, thanks very much, and thanks to Francesco. This was an Open Politics podcast produced by The Open University. You can watch the accompanying video or listen to more politics podcasts at www.open.ac.uk forward slash openlearn forward slash politics podcasts.